2: This is the Mark Boris Podcast.
0: Uh, good morning. Um, welcome back to TMBS. Uh, we're standing up here. What a, what a lineup I've got here. Unbelievable. Sophie Monk, Timothy George, and Johnny Winnings and Nick Boris and Jakey here as usual. Um, we're gonna have a good one today. we are gonna have a mag about a whole lot of stuff, interesting stuff, diverse stuff. But before I do. Um, something that came up um, to my attention this morning when I was reading the papers. Uh, the first thing is that uh, the Interma- International Monetary Fund, I know it could be a bit boring, but the International Monetary Fund has revised global growth of, over the next two years. They've come down by 0.2 of a percent. That doesn't sound much. doesn't sound significant. They've gone from 2.8 down to 2.6. That they're saying that that includes developing countries and um, uh, developed countries, so Australia's included in that category. Interesting enough, they've really hit up hard Brazil. And they're taking this off the back of the slowing of growth in Europe and in uh, China, irrespective of what's happening in the United States. That, of course, is uh, starting to put markets into turmoil. Markets are getting very nervous about that sort of stuff. And uh, I think that if you're a potential investor in the stock market, you want to have a good look at what you're doing, want to look at your portfolio, make sure you rebalance your portfolio. And if you haven't invested in the stock market but are thinking about it, maybe you should wait until the Reserve Bank meets in February this next month and see what their analysis of what the IMF is saying. On top of that, yesterday afternoon, China came out with its lowest quarterly growth in 25 years. Uh, Of course, Australia and Brazil and a couple of other nations, but in particular, Australia and Brazil are are big exporters to China. And as a result of that, um, globally, people are looking at Australia now in a a, a jaundiced way. Um, Now, that means flow of capital might slow down here. The Australian dollar might drop further. Um, interest rates will obviously stay the same, and might even drop further uh, after the meeting in um, um, February, which is going to be happy, happy days for those investors who are buying property. Uh, but clearly, there is there is an issue in relation to China. We don't know. Whether, I don't know whether I believe the numbers. I don't know whether I'm being manipulated here. I don't know whether I was being manipulated before when they're telling me growth is 8%. But I'll be interested to hear what uh, some of our guests here today have got to say about that and how that they think those sorts of things impact in the, in their businesses. First and foremost, I want to talk to Sophie. Sophie Monk. G'day. Hi.
1: Hey. Thanks going? for how? having me.
0: No worries. Now, you don't call me Mr. Boris at the show. It's called Mark.
1: Oh, is that all right now? Yeah, yeah,
0: of course it is. Awesome.
1: <laughs> that's my So team. <laughs> awkward. I call you Mr. B everywhere, that's like you my, my school t- teacher. <laughs> it's, it's terrible. As no, Mr. It. Boris in the boardroom and the bedroom. <laughs> oh, oh Mr. Boris. Right? <laughs> oh, good.
4: God, Nick, good start. <laughs> Jesus. Welcome. <laughs> uh, okay. So,
0: Soph, um, you're one of the celebrity apprentices. Um,
1: if you're going to ask me about China, we're in trouble. And stock markets. Need, Is that what we're getting nah, into? No, no,
0: we're not going to do about China. Okay. And I'm not even going to talk about Celebrity Apprentice, um, other than to say, did you have a bit of fun in it?
1: I did. I, I mean, it was hard work. It was fun um, in a way of learning, but yeah, it was, it was enjoyable. And, and,
0: and I, I, I've always wanted to ask you, what did you think of some of your co-contestants? I mean, was there somebody who was a standout, really good operator?
1: I'd say um, Tegan. Yeah, Martin was very good because she's she's only young. I think she's twenty three, and she's beyond her years, her maturity and confidence, and she'll kill it down the track. I'd say.
0: And someone who thought it was a first class pain in the ass, you would have to say yes. But
1: oh yeah, it? there was. To be honest, there was a few that you go, you know, I wouldn't go out partying with them and hang out, but they were fine. You know, yeah, yeah. you're just being nice. Well, there's a, it's a competition where you see the worst in people, really. And the you're best. putting, yeah, that's right. You're putting a you know a lot of egos together and competition and pressure you're not going to, you know, necessarily always see the good side of people. It's funny that show, you know, like, I mean, you
0: guys can chime in any time like, by the way, it's just funny that show, you know, if you read all the new literature about how you run businesses and you guys, you know, I know you run businesses. I know, I've know i been to John's business and I know how inclusive he is in relation to his business. And you probably run your business, John and Genevieve, I guess, the opposite to the way the celebrity print is, is where it's sort of me lording over everybody in the show and uh, sort of a little pushing around here and there and sort of digging and what have you. Um, more and
4: egalitarian
0: is what you're trying to say. Well, well more HB, more Harvard Business Review style. Yeah, it's, you know? very,
2: uh, it's a very old school way of running it when yeah, I was yeah. saying, I don't know how the um, – I guess the government would like it if I sort of started walking in and firing people in my business. So you're probably a bit of a broken model for the modern age in Australia just there. Yeah, that's interesting that, isn't it? But you sort of peg people against each other. It is kind of that, you know, fight for the top position, kind of corporate ladder style, whereas I think that what you're seeing today out of a lot of sort of startups certainly is that kind of everyone's involved culture. And I know certainly with our business we try and run a very flat structure where everyone feels equal. No one has offices. You know, everyone sits on the exact same desk and same chair as I sit on. Um, and really, a lot of the time, I'll, I'll go through and there'll be staff that have been there for three or six months, have no idea who I am. And, you know, we like it that way. We want people to collaborate and be able to chat to people. not Collaborations, sort of knowing that, that's that's, that's probably the,
0: the, the important word here. And that, what's interesting, I mean, I, Sophie, you know, television and What's interesting is what sells is totally different to what the reality is. I mean, this is supposed to be reality television, but I mean, it might have been reality television Donald Trump's day, um, but and, and by the way, what's interesting in the
4: fifties? Yeah, yeah. But in the
0: fifties. <laughs> and what's interesting, he's running the whole political campaign as sort of something real old school too, and uh, <laughs> playing the same
4: character, playing basically. absolutely the same
0: yeah. character. What's interesting, so if you know, TV, TV sells a certain way, so that's sensationalism yeah. sells.
1: Absolutely.
0: And um, you know, you just experienced. Did you at any stage think to yourself? Oh, my God, this is not really how business is. I mean, surely.
1: Yeah. uh, Well, a little bit because I'm used to – when I'm in a boardroom, it's usually me having to be sexy, sell myself for a certain role or a character and I don't – you know, I can go in and be silly, stupid. I don't have to be polite. So – um yeah, yeah, it was weird because I couldn't just walk out and go, well, you know, I, I don't want to do this deal with my manager or you have to, you know, kind of deal with you. You're sort of naked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. You're so vulnerable on that yeah.
0: show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, But the funny thing is, it's just not how business runs today. Oh, no. It, it's not only collaborative. Um, as John said, it's uh, it's like I know in the Yellow Brick Road. I mean, I got a, a suite of a C-suite, what they call a C-suite, with, you know, CEOs, CFOs, all that sort of stuff. And um, it's... Whilst I'm the biggest shareholder and the executive chairman, you know, for, I would never say to somebody, You're fired, never.
1: Yeah,
3: right.
0: It just, you just wouldn't get away with it.
3: You also <laughs> don't get the final say on this is how it's going to be. It's, right, this is what we're thinking, this is what we need to achieve, and generally it's more of a conversational piece of, right, well, why don't we try it this way? Or actually, from my experience of what we're seeing in our department, maybe it's probably a, a bit better way to approach it um, than what you're suggesting. So You, it's you not- have to
4: take everyone out for dinner, don't you, Jen? I always see on your Instagram photos you with the, the team every, hey, we every night. We want to
3: celebrate launches, when, you know, yeah. celebrate every win. Meetings for losses, you know, when you stuff stuff up. But yeah. trust, We have a lot of meetings, but when we win, we've got to win. Definitely got to <laughs>
2: celebrate the winds it's a big one yeah, yeah. Definitely.
3: it's
0: sort of interesting the way the world's evolving and uh there is seems to me to me, seems to me to be two two streams running in parallel there's the the trump's stream and then there's the more Silicon Valley style stream, or startup stream, or you know, entrepreneur stream, or whatever. I mean, younger stream. That
3: do you think it is age split? Yeah, yeah, I do. Just yeah, from the generational point
0: I of absolutely view. Absolutely, I do. I, I.
3: Well, I
4: mean, take Johnny, right? He came like he came into a business that was already established. It's, it's obviously an age thing, you know, I because mean, he's a younger guy coming into an old, old, already established business, and he's changed the culture to suit what what you're doing at your new business. Mm. Do you know well, what I mean?
3: Mind you, we've got forty-five, sorry, year-olds in our business, and they f- fit into the Gen-wise, you know, silicon valley. Forty-five year-olds. Yeah, just say it one I'm more not time. Not that 45. old. <laughs> <laughs> we've got plenty of
2: seventy-five <laughs> year-olds. Don't worry about that. <laughs> but <did laughs> you yeah. yeah, how
3: you get? It's, them not a, it's not that we're a young office. We just
2: yeah. act like a young office, yeah. and I don't think oh, it's too, too uh, hard for people. Like. To, yeah, hard, hard for people to adapt or yeah. or do anything. Yeah, we're we're a really diverse. Um, Offers from an age point of view, because probably when I came into the business, there might have been 150, 200 staff. Average age was probably pushing 50. Mm-hmm. And then when I've come in, I've probably added another 300 staff or so. And the average age of that 300 was probably 25. Yep. So it really has has got a good blend. We've got the real extremes Makes there sense. and, a, and a little bit in the team. middle.
4: They're all, like, they're all in their 20s, early 20s. Haskies yeah. like, buddy, the and 10 years, years older, the hiring. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: so
0: so I mean, but does TV, yeah. does the media today rep- properly represent, it's probably my position, Like, does it properly represent – what's actually going on out there? And is that the reason why people listen to podcasts? I don't know. I mean, is is there some um, uh, uh, departure in television and the media with what's actually going on in the real world?
2: Yeah, I think the access to information is huge. And before there were a certain number of channels that were owned by a certain number of people that could tell you you know, what they wanted to kind of see and how things were. And generally those types of people were doing it a certain way. They'd been around for years and decades and built these very successful businesses off that hierarchy structure and, you know, sitting in a, um, you know, a C-suite office. I mean, I pull people in and go look it's not working out. See you later, maybe not. Was as har- maybe out. not as not as <laughs> harsh as you're fired, but certainly I think that anyone that's got a heart or soul wouldn't pull someone in and just say you're fired. You've give certainly the given them some kind of <laughs> reason. Gun. Of light, <laughs> <but> <laughs> basically. And uh and I think what's happening now is you're getting access to some of these really Um, interesting businesses out there. You can research them, the access to information on the internet is obviously far, far greater. But also businesses
3: are more transparent about what they're doing internally. Mm.
2: Much more transparent. I think the likes of Google, um, all those tech startups being going to open their doors and saying, this is how we run. And you know what? We're not afraid of showing you how we run because we back ourselves. We do that a lot within our business. I know I took a Zappos tour, if anyone knows, a shoe store, um, based in Vegas, but American shoe store. Um, known for customer experience and they basically for $50 would open their doors. You can go and do a tour, see their call center, um, you know, get a, a real uh, idea of their operations. They'll tell you how their logistics works. You can talk to the staff, you know, eat in the cafeteria and then they leave you with a book that's probably worth 50 bucks. And you think, well, why are they so open about this? And they truly believe in, you know, better customer service and selling that dream and trying to have people go and be inspired to do other businesses that would be uh, like-minded and give that great customer experience. And I don't think that they're so worried about someone going, or I'm go- I now know about your business. I'm going to go and set up a shoe store. And now you've told me everything we, we do very similar within our business. We're quite open. I've had a lot of my competitors, um, CEOs from some of the larger retailers walk through at, at my invitation and check out what we're doing. And it's not for any other reason that I sort of, you know, I'm proud of what we do. I'm equally not scared of, of them going and trying to do it because it's such a different mindset that I know it's a, a long way from sort of where they're at. And obviously, you know, in return, I expect that we can, we can have an, a bit of an open dialogue. And there's things I might want to know from them um, about how they run their business, or what are you doing here or there, um, in terms of your operations and setup, and, and we learn from each other, and hopefully that ends up in you know sort of one plus one equals two for the customer, versus you know two people operating you know completely in secrecy, and the customer doesn't get as good a, of an overall experience.
3: Oh, definitely. And you, you, you know, you have startups who have their ideas who are coming out and trying to keep it very secretive from other businesses, but still want help. And you can't help people unless you have that conversation. Yeah. I think at yeah. some
2: point you need a yeah. bit of secrecy and there's yeah. things within our business that we don't share. Some of the more um, technical mm-hmm. aspects. If someone said, you know, how did you write this code to solve this oh, problem or a checkout or something like that. Yeah. But we certainly will tell them how the structure of the organization mm-hmm. works, what we think we do well, what we think, you know, we'd like advice on. Say, look, this doesn't actually work that well for us. This is how we do it. What do you do in your business? And I've had some really good collaboration with some of the top CEOs mm. from retail businesses in, in Australia. And I think it's great. I really so you, do you, think it's you, for the better of Australia. You two retail. guys have got 300, what, 400?
3: 500. and yeah. Around 50. 50, right.
0: Mm. So, but of that, you're obviously not talking the 500. Uh, how many would you actually talk to? Like, really get advice from in your in your close group. Don't call With them our C-suite. Employees? Yeah.
2: So, executive team's eight. And then we have uh, we do uh, sort of strategy meetings with, with other teams. So I've got one on the 29th of this month with a technology team, where I'll literally be in a room leading a day with uh, probably thirty people that are in our technology. We do managers meetings, so I'll talk to our twelve store managers. How important is that
0: for you to be successful in your role? Yeah, you have to. You have no, to you, be you, 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 you. Oh, super, gone.
2: super important for so me. You couldn't
0: do it on. You can't do it on your own.
2: No chance. No chance. And this and the managers that come into our business and don't work out are generally the ones that come in thinking they know better right. because they've been around, they've done right. it. They go, this is the way to do it. It's like, well, no, that's not the way we do it. And there's a reason we don't do it that way. So
0: getting... So teamwork's critical. I mean, I mean, it's more critical. than teamwork. This is like a sort of really digging in you, Genevieve, same?
3: Yeah, exactly the same. We've actually had one of our new products that we launched yesterday, on Skilled? Monday. Sorry. Yeah, skilled.com, yeah. S-K-I-L-L-D.com, no E, because we're startup. What is um, it? cool? Skill.com. Skill without an e. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah, well, yeah, well, probably it, taken. Oh, yeah. So it's, <laughs> yeah, oh, it's expensive domains, but um, it's a subscri- subscription-based model for um SMEs, hospitality, and retail. Um, unlimited contacts. You can basically get on there, find a bartender straight away. Um, you can hire in minutes, and um, basically you get free 30 days. In a couple of months, we've actually had more traction in hospitality and retail in this business than we for small businesses. You know, managers hiring on the move, all that sort of stuff. Then our own one ship jobs. How
0: many people do you have in your group? Your,
3: My group? The to,
0: one that you talk to most I talk
3: of it, to right? everybody. So I make sure once a quarter I have sat down with every single person for half an hour and said, right, this is your half an hour, tell me what I'm missing in the business or let's talk about whatever you want. And you'd be surprised the ideas that people put on the table. And the
0: and the, and yeah. the, the day-to-day stuff though, I mean, all right, yeah. you talk to your whole 50, but like yeah. if you're going to make a decision, who are the do you have five, ten people you're going talk to before? Five. five.
3: About okay. six. Yeah, five or six. Yeah. So how
0: does it work yeah. in a business like yours, Sophie?
1: Hmm. Not like that, any of that. <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: but I'm sure because it, yeah. like you're, you're a one-man, one-woman show sort of thing. Um, how many people do you have? I mean, who, who do you um, talk to? A
1: lot less. I, 40. Um, yeah. am <laughs> um, yeah, like Actually, I've only got, you know, a business manager and a manager. I think it, it's a bit different for me because I, I, I think... Because um, you're the product. Yeah, that's right. I'm the brand. I don't like to say that. But, um, yeah, so it kind of works very differently. And I, I, often I can't talk for myself even though I want to. I've got to kind of keep quiet and keep. Would you get frustrated about that? Oh, yeah, God. Would you like to have access to the sort of resources? Resources of these guys? I would love it. And that's what I'd like to work on down the track. Do you have
3: mentors or things like that? You Um, can just literally say, whatever
1: you've. Not in Australia. I haven't. I did overseas and I learnt a lot. But um, I think that's what you. It's so important to be around people that know what they're doing with business. And that's what I'm missing at the moment in the circles. But um, yeah, it's just, I think I'd like a bigger team when I'm doing. Um, more business for my branding and mm. digital and things like that. Yeah. So yeah. Do, you,
0: do you do digital? Do, I mean, I, I, I see you on Instagram, but um, do you do that yourself, or you have? A I
1: do. I do it with. Um, I do. I do it through Kiss sometimes, but um, my best friend Oscar and I, we just have a chemistry, and we've kind of worked out how to. Well, we like to think we've connected to the audience quite well, which is really quite hard to figure out. And um, yeah, once you got that, you kind of can make money off. You know, so he um,
4: curate your profile and that sort of stuff. Is that, is that what um, Oscar does? I, or?
1: Oh, God, I think I've been doing it so long. I like to kind of yeah. do it myself yeah, as well. Sure. I've, you kind of learn well, when people, people get sense. sick of you as well. Like, yeah. you know, you can be everywhere and it's annoying or you can be, you got to, turn. you know, sometimes yeah. I can be too I'll silly it and present. it's time to, like, you know, cap it a bit. Yeah. You just kind of keep moving. But you, you run that funny theme pretty hard, don't you? Yeah, I do because I think for me that's what I want to see when I'm watching. I want to enjoy myself and, you know, I'm not doing brain surgery. There's no one really, if they want my opinion on politics or something, I'm on the wrong shows. Yeah. So I think my job is to be fun, entertain people, and make it you know better day. Okay. So how important is it? Because you know like I was
0: I was reading Harvard Business Review yesterday and that they were talking about um, um various brands going into the to the team and saying to the team, what do you think we need to say, talk about ourselves in terms of brand? And so some teams will come up with fun, others will come up with social responsibility, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, you obviously do your own analysis because. Survey
1: 1, and you you think fun is what your audience wants to see. I do, but I also think it's really important for people to trust you too. Trust, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, fun, but they want they want to trust you. You don't want to be too silly.
0: So, like, this was sort of like the same outcomes but different ways of getting
4: there. Yours is mm-hmm. much more analytical. I mean, you guys do analysis. And Can I ask yeah. you a question about the trust? Is that, is that in, like, posting genuine stuff that you actually, like, you'll... they got to believe did. the jokes.
1: Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, yeah. Yeah, like if I'm posting maybe a brand or something, I, I don't like selling out. I feel like yeah, if, if yeah. you can see it, I won't do it. Yeah, I just think, um, yeah, I just really want the audience to trust you. I think it's important for long term. You should
4: get involved with Jules. We had Jules London here the other day. You oh, really? Business. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jules,
1: I used to do radio. Yeah, with him. that's yeah. right.
4: Yeah, yeah, you know, he's got that new business. yeah, yeah, yeah. Seems seems very symbiotic to what
1: does the, he your
4: your mindset? It's the whole connecting influences to brands. Oh, right, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. and communication and yeah. yeah,
4: yeah,
1: yeah. He's full on with social media too.
4: Yeah. I told mm. you, mum to be in Byron Bay or up in Bangalore. That's right, you did,
0: got yeah. last week. Yeah, yeah. He was there with his kids and his wife and everything like that. Yeah, good dude. Nice. He's a good guy. Um, yeah, because it, it's interesting. These guys sort of go around things. Uh, I guess what I'm coming, going to here is that uh, you read in these magazines, well, Harvard, you know, they have all these sort of really deep thought processes about uh, Some of how you bullshit. arrive, yeah, how you yeah. arrive at, the, at the position. And and you guys are right at the cutting edge of what is is trending now. I don't mean trendy, but trending in terms of processes to employ in your business yep. and, 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 as you say, collaborative and all those words and the sorts of words that HBR talks about. Sophie's an example of one out, and she sort of gets to the same point, um, but in an unscientific way.
1: Yeah. Uh, how... you how, say? How, blue collar? It doesn't. <laughs> well, But the point is,
0: um, um, can you, John Winning, who's... By the way, I'm sure all the decisions that you're building could be arrived at by you if you decided to do it on your own, but you decide to collaborate.
2: Yeah, and I think when, you, when you're doing it and when you're team the one or three or, or almost 50, you, you can kind of do it by gut feel. And as long as you're um, you know, close enough to the people that you're working with and, you know to your point when you're meeting with everyone of the 50 once a quarter they're going to really understand what you're about and what the business is about and why you started and so on and so forth and you can probably all come to a very similar decision certainly if you're a team of one you absolutely you've got your finger on the pulse you're dealing with everything so you just know you don't need the numbers to tell you tell you that whereas for us with sort of 500 we want to run our social media through the night so we run 24-7 customer support but equally we'll run 24-7 social media support so I want any person person at any time to be able to go and answer, you know, if they're in a customer-facing role, um, to be able to answer a customer inquiry on social media. But then to do that, I need to know, okay, well, this person's got quite a personality. Maybe they're going to be quite funny and have a joke with the customer, whereas this person might be, you know, super left brain and they want to be just very, very serious and they're not going to take it lighthearted, even though it might be, you know, quite a simple issue. And then what we need to do is take the numbers and measure that and start to say, okay, well, which is having the best response? Where, Where are we... You know, getting burnt on our net promoter score when we're when we're answering with this tone of voice or um, with this kind of uh, stance versus a really lighthearted, fun. You know, we're really sorry that you know the driver ran over your letterbox or whatever. We'll fix it up. You know, <laughs> bear with us and you know just take, make a bit of uh, make a bit of a joke over got it. A washing meeting. machine instead of a fridge, <laughs> something like that. You know, but you know, we're not perfect and mistakes happen, and it's really how you deal with those mistakes. And we've got to just sometimes not take ourselves too seriously and make sure that we realise that. You know, the customer's just bought a fridge. It's not the end of the earth. But at the same time, they do seriously want it fixed. So we've got to fix the problem, but equally we don't want to ruin their day by having them feel like they're dealing with a robot. So did,
0: so did John Sr., did your dad run it that way?
2: Yeah, absolutely. You know, you've got to have a – I guess you just don't want to be a robot. You want to have a personality. You want to uh, have people know that you care, but equally take the problem seriously, but not too but Did seriously. you do the analytics? yeah we run, we run no, the no, no did your dad do it no absolutely not winnies. that's a real difference between he was very gut feel yeah 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 and I'd say I'm gut feel with what I do uh, myself however um, certainly from a business point of view if I'm here this morning and someone's answering something they'll want to be able to go to work and know okay we had a bit of a crisis someone put something on social um, you know it was a problem with the fridge, so the washing machine for a fridge kind of thing, which wouldn't happen because we barcode, but just say it did. And uh, and then basically, you know, how was that responded to? How long did it take us to respond to that? Who responded? What was what was the reaction from the customer? And then we'd follow that through to see what our net promoter score is. Okay,
0: John, I, I, because I, look, I mean, we do the same stuff here, road right, and all the other business. But yeah. what I'm curious about is are you doing all those things because all those things are the things everyone does today and you need to have a net promoter score and you need to be able to talk about or um, which came first, did, did you do those things to make your business better or you're doing those things because that's what everybody expects to in a, in, no, in a, your No, absolutely. To make group? our
2: business better. And to, to be honest, we do it for scale. So, um, we probably overanalyze our business, but we do that once everyone has the right information. If I'm not there and someone can't or another manager and they can't go, I've got this issue. How do I deal with it? We sort of slowly build a, almost like a, a user manual of how we will deal with customers from tone of voice to, you know, expected response times versus, you know, conflict resolution. What, what, all, uh, I guess authority we give each of our staff members in terms of, uh, fixing something for a customer. We don't have any of our customer support team have to wait for a manager to make a decision. They could give part refunds, full refunds, upgrade That's customers, yeah. anything that, you know say that they're going to fix a damaged floor if the customer says for whatever reason... I don't have to talk to my supervisor. Yes, it doesn't have to be, oh, let me get back to you, I've got to talk to a manager. They've all got the autonomy to do it. So it's sort of you know, we say ask for forgiveness, not for permission. So that, we just say, make that the decision and cool. then uh, and then tell us what you did later. We'll measure it and we'll say, look, you probably went a bit overboard here. I don't think that that, you know, really warranted the compensation you gave. However, don't worry I'm about it. Taking it out of your time. wage. <laughs> yeah. Ne- <laughs> next time, think about it this way. We, we we measure it all and then and we keep going. But I think the analytics gives you the scale. It allows you to go from, you know, five to 50 to 500 to 5,000 staff and still have a really good uh, gauge or finger on the pulse. Um, without having to be there for every single phone call. The
3: more leaders that you have in the business means the more that you can focus on growing the business rather than somebody's tiles are broken. Yeah, Because exactly. if they're dealing with that stuff on a daily basis, then it's a lot easier. Surprisingly,
2: <laughs> I do deal with a lot of them,
3: of course. <laughs> 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 a, lot, a lot of people well, email an say, day, and, and say, I want to talk to
2: John Winning. <laughs> and if someone emails and says they want to talk to John Winning, they'll get John Winning. We don't, you know, we don't <laughs> It's do not you, it, though. So. Okay. No, it's, it's, it's me. It's <laughs> somebody yes, hi, <laughs> I'm John Winning. It's a girl. So
0: what I find really interesting here is that – so. Young John Winning, um, you know, relatively speaking, Young John Winning, has reinvented the Winnings Appliances business. yeah, For a, a Appliance Online, right? And, and, and
2: yeah, well, that's a, it's a, one of the arms of one, it. We've got Winning arms. Appliance stores and then Appliance Online is online business. But store.
0: you've reinvented the business I- into the new age. We've got Genevieve here who's actually invented a business, which is, you know, like a, 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 a social network or a meeting place for employers and employees for... Shift worked effectively or for sure.
3: Full time work, yes, yeah. so local talent. You've invented it.
0: Yep. Reinvented, invented. Mm-hmm. And then you've got Sophie who's reinvented herself. Uh, I mean I mean yeah. you come back from LA, right? Yes. How long
1: ago? Two years ago. Two now. years ago.
0: And now what, why did you come back and do you I mean, I've seen it, you've reinvented yourself over a very short period. Now you've got all sorts of great, great gigs going on at the moment in the entertainment industry. Yeah. Tell me about that. Why did you reinvent yourself?
1: Um, I, well, I, well, I was away for a decade. I don't think people realise 10 years is so long. So um, when people saw me, it was I was quite young and quite um, immature in the industry. Um, and so when I came back, I think people thought I was quite young and a bit of a bimbo, which, I mean, I'm not saying I'm not completely not one, <laughs> but I'm just saying I think they, th- they thought I was almost <laughs> like grade two level. Um, so, uh, yeah, I think it was time to... Um, was that your it, thinking though, and did you decide that, or did you get advice? Well, or it just—you can kind of feel it, and I mean, I do go completely by gut. You can feel in the audience or what's going on, or work coming in, what's going on when when it is time to reinvent yourself. And also, I just wanted to give a bit more, and um, to be honest, Celebrity Apprentice was massive in that because um, it you don't have a chance to not be you on that show. You're kind of so vulnerable. And, um, I'm and, not going and, to let and anyone
0: it, not be themselves. I
1: know. <laughs> I, yeah, well, I didn't know that before I went in it. But I was in there and I was like, gosh, this could go either way. You know, you've got to t- take that risk. But it was time for me to grow up and my brand kind of grow with my audience. Because it's not easy to reinvent yourself.
0: It's no. not easy to invent something. It's not easy to reinvent a business like John has done. I mean, I mean, I did it from, I didn't reinvent myself, but I took Wizard and I then set up a business called Yellow Big Road. And I have to say it's the hardest thing I've ever done. Mm. It is definitely the hardest thing I've ever done. had to think differently, try and do everything differently, and everyone kept comparing me to what I used to do. And uh, they said, well, Wizard grew, you know, at ten times the speed, but it was a totally different environment. And I've, I'm still finding it difficult. What
4: well, are you um, reinventing yourself
0: now with the show? Do you, you doing well, I'm, I'm doing it, it again. Yeah. So I'm trying to become, you know, uh, much more – well, I'm trying to get involved in a, in a new age in terms of entertainment. So I've got the celebrity apprentice in one hand, which is all dressed up and I'm all toffed up in the joint. And I'm now standing in a pair of shorts and a, <laughs> a, a torn T-shirt, which is the total opposite. And and I've, I've this is fun for me, but I find it uh, it's a difficult thing for you. I've got to get my head around it. And i I've continually got to get my head around it. So, it's
2: got to be rewarding, though, as well. You know, when you take a challenge on like that and you think, wow, this is going to test me. Yeah, it probably gets me out of bed. That's part of it, John.
0: Yeah, that's a big part for me, like, is, uh, you know, it gets me out of bed. Yeah. Because it's it's probably the fu- most fun part of my week. So did you find it was fun reinventing yourself, Sophie?
1: Uh, I do because, I uh, yeah, I did. I actually quite enjoyed it. I, I find it stressful, but I think with me, i been doing it so long, when your ego's in it with what I do because it's the, you know, you're at the front, as soon as I, I took that out of it and just looked exactly like an audience and just no emotion, I found it quite easy. And how yeah. much
0: do you rely on uh, our mate over there in the corner?
1: Oh, you, Nick, my manager, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, all the time. Like I won't run any, like every everything I, I run by him first because I'm very impulsive as well. I'll come up with an idea and I think it's genius and going to take over the world and he's like, oh, and slow he's down. Yeah, he's, he's, he's like, By the way,
0: we'll do that. we do that every day. Yeah,
1: so passionate. I'm like, we're going to make millions. He's like, settle down.
0: So,
3: yeah. Change M to a B, then he'll be
0: listening. Yeah, that's right. And you've now obviously got on to the age, the Australian, has got talent gig is a big gig.
1: Yes, That's it a is a good gig for you. Well, it's actually one I've wanted forever because I, I was a dancer an acrobat, singer. I've just my parents knew I was an academic, so I've done everything in the entertainment industry. So it's just um, fun to watch young people up and coming and. Well Give them a, a hand. Yeah, that's right. To, to What's that? You're well credentialed to make that well, assessment. Well, thanks. I you, just you said it. No. no, I'm kind of average at all of it. But, you it's know. all opinion though, right? Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, that's it. Oh, it's a bit, fa- this is a bit more like Red Faces, some bits of it. No, not Red Faces. I oh, love <laughs> no, it that. <laughs> it's like, it's like, <laughs> like some You've of it. Red Faces. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wasn't he yeah. the best? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Daryl Summers.
0: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that, that, but, it's, but Australia's Got Talent, I mean, I've been watching the promos. it looks fantastic. I mean, it looks so funny. I actually can't wait to watch it. The promos are very, very good. Nine does a good job on the promos, they? but but have you had fun dealing with your co-judges?
1: Is that what you call, you call your co-judges? Yeah. Well, again, like with, with yes, um, judges with egos, it can be really hard. Especially with I found women in our industry are so competitive, mm-hmm. um, and luckily enough, I've got um, Kelly Osborne, Eddie Perfect, and Deco, and they are genuinely the coolest people ever. Like yes. so fun. Everyone's got each other's back. Like there was one point um, someone was picking on me It's um, on the stage and they all snapped at him and I was like, no, 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 it's all right. Like so, <laughs> One of the contestants was like, picking on him. Yeah. That wasn't
0: smart. You're but a no, I know.
1: No, I <laughs> know. <no. laughs> you're not fired. Laugh said, oh, you're <laughs> fired. I just come off the show, but you're fired. <laughs> uh, I think it was a Sure impersonator that I didn't like or something.
0: Uh, I remember when uh, after Celebrity Apprentice, you went off to Germany to do a movie.
1: Yeah, I flew the next morning actually. yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what, you have to work hard yeah. in our industry. It's a, yeah, Drugs, that, sex and rock and roll is like, that, where's that? Because that is not around. Because I was watching but, some of the Instagrams come through and, uh, lag, and
0: what was it like a horror
1: movie or something? Yes, it was a horror movie. It was a, a remake of um oh God, a Blood Feast, which is an old, it's a very bloody, bloody movie.
0: Why Germany,
1: like, that? Was it in Germany? Yeah, no, it was in Germany and I didn't realise. Not in german we, no, 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 I wasn't in German. Right. Um, I spoke with an American accent. I might have, might be a bit dodgy. I was a bit rusty. Um, but, yeah. But then I got there and there, we were shooting and I was like, this is an unusual area we are shooting in. And there was like weird swings and stuff because it's horror. And it was like gay sex club that we oh were, God. yeah, shooting in. and they had Some s- weird
0: stuff goes on in Germany. Oh, really Belgium weird. Belgium s- and all those sorts of places. There's, yeah. There's some stuff going on. yeah.
1: <laughs> Okay. Yeah, so it was fallen off the back of Celebrity Press. And then someone stole all my underwear out of my suitcase. What? So it was one yeah. I don't know how I'm getting on this. Do you have an underwear business. section in your suitcase? Um,
0: customers or something. But how they no, find it all must have been how they find it all? Like, is oh, it you in a like, section,
1: have you? No, I don't know not leave No, but when you everywhere. when you pack your bag, do you have an underwear section? No, I have I, I just have clothes everywhere when I'm working. Okay. So, so you were yeah, eventually, everywhere, so <laughs> Yeah, Some people do that. They, they partition quit. their their suitcase. Yeah, I oh, know yeah, people so. to
0: partition.
4: Really,
1: my mum used to do that. <laughs> my
2: mum puts it in Glad bags. Everything has. <laughs> really, <it. That's laughs> <so pretty laughs> how many of you guys? And I've got a the vacuum them cleaner them and, and they
0: suck all the back air back. out of it so they can pack more <laughs> in. <laughs> Jakey's nodding. You do that, Jake. Oh, with yeah. Your the space bags. jacket, space bag. Oh, oh, do you? Really? With a
2: vacuum cleaner, you can feel like <laughs> ten times more stuff. Oh, no, man, I know,
0: so, man. I've seen it happen. I've seen it happen. Yep. In. Nick's mum used to do. I remember she used to get the best bag packed of all time. You know, I literally packed my bag too because it was cool. It was, it was fantastic the way she used to do that.
2: I just get bigger bags. That's what <laughs> I do. I get a king I have like size three bags suitcase. with yeah. nothing in it. Right? I kind of yeah. nothing's <laughs> folded. It's thrown in. You can fit it all in carry on though. Oh, like, okay. You can fit like sixty kilos in your little carry on. That's like the size of a. The time you save not waiting at the carousel the other end, you've done like, you know, 20 hours of packing before. So yeah, that's right. But, but if you're going
0: to Europe, you're going to lose your bag. So I just, I, I pack one bag and bag goes with me on the plane to get off the plane with the bag. There's no way I'm going to put, take the risk. Yeah. Is it always
3: risk. England actually, you
0: lose your bag? Oh, yeah, well, Italy, exactly. you lose your bags in Italy a lot. Uh, <laughs> I think I, I
2: lost what. one going to Aspen and then they sent it the day later or something. Like, at least it wasn't at
3: the end of the trip. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. I actually,
2: I did lose my bag going to Peru once I
3: yeah. was hiking
2: through the Amazon and it was actually uh, January last year. So about a year ago today. And we got there, and we're like literally getting on on this little boat to like Mm. drive this boat into the Amazon, then go hiking lost the entire luggage to the three of us. That's fun. And two of us lost lost our bags. And I was like, what am I going to do? I had the clothes on my back for eight days in the Amazon. My other friend is... Stinky. Yeah, he's oh, just no. like way overkill. He'd been to, you know, whatever shy. the you know, yeah. catman yeah. do or something and gone. He goes, don't worry, I've got enough for all of us. Oh, no. oh. <laughs> so we went there <laughs> just sharing all these clothes. It was fun. So uh, I, I
0: want to ask you guys plans... 16. I mean, well, a lot of you know it's January two thousand sixteen. A lot of people go and set goals, and a lot of people who are listening to this want to know how to set goals and how they go about it. I mean, what I might say with you, John? What do you take into account in relation to your your various business interests? Um, do you, Do you look what the IMF says? I mean, what do you do in the retail world?
2: So I got asked a similar question yesterday and, uh, you know, who's your biggest competition? And I, I always answer this question and say it's us at this point in time. I mean, there's enough of the market still for us to take that hopefully if we're growing fast enough that, you know, we won't get too swayed by, I guess, What's happening in the housing sector, what's happening in the global economy, what's happening in the local economy. Obviously, as those things get greater and greater, it becomes harder. But if we've got a business that's growing 20-odd percent and something's got an influencing factor swinging us 2 or 3%, we shouldn't be able to notice it. There should be enough that we can do in our own business that that generally it's still pretty positive for us so we sort so almost like the racehorse with blinkers on we really do focus on on what we're doing and sometimes you know things in the in the media masters closing down dick smith and and all these types of things and people ask my opinion on them i say look other than reading an article in the newspaper, I don't really know a lot about it. And I haven't spent my time really trying to analyse and work out what went wrong. It's probably my CFO's job, I guess. He's sort of more in that detail there to make sure there's nothing that, you know, mistakes that they have made that we're going to make the same mistake. But otherwise, we really focus on, you know, what are our own opportunities in-house and not worry too much around what's going on. Might not be the answer that you wanted, but... Well, can,
0: no, no, but it's good. can, can you see is your business uh, a good litmus test indicator of what's going on in the marketplace, like literally in terms of growth in the country?
2: Do, do, yeah, you I think uh, from the winning appliances point of view, certainly in the in the commercial business when we deal with sort of um, property developers, we get a really good idea of what's going on and from the retail point of view, we deal with cabinet makers. So we have a good idea of, you know, what's happening in terms of new home b- um, builds, uh, renovations and, and that type of thing and probably we get... Uh, we talk quite regularly with these say cabinet makers and they'll say we're quite quiet at the moment and then we'll see that flow on into our business say a month or two later and then they'll say oh i'm super busy you know it might be july august and we know okay we're going to get really busy this side of christmas so they're they're building all these kitchens the customers come in and then they want the delivery of their appliances so we have a bit of an idea from from a housing sector point of view Um, the appliances online business is probably because it's replacement appliances, we can see average order values will will sway a little bit and, um, we can see that more customers will call up looking for a service call versus, versus looking to buy a new appliance. That maybe is, is a bit of a consumer confidence, um, kind of test, but I wouldn't sort of bank any money on it.
0: Do you ever track that, those trends, excuse me, again, uh, like backtrack, um, against, uh, say how the economy is performed?
2: Yeah, we're actually looking at doing I think I spoke to you a, a while ago about something similar where we, we have so much data on, on our own business, you know, from traffic to type of purchases to, I guess, you know, how many times, uh, how much people are spending or what, what they're buying and that type of thing. And where it's, it, you know that buzzword big data you know hundreds of millions of rows of data almost every day and we throw all that in and we're we're going to start overlaying um overlaying that with, with a few you know of the you know general um kind of consumer sentiment indexes and you know GDP growth and look over it historically and see if there are any trends or anything that yeah, that correlations. Winning where, where, index. Yeah, exactly. Where <laughs> we're we're Mate, matching what's
0: happening. There's something there, the, the winning index.
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, we'll I'll, listen listen I'll to let that. you know US if MP. we find a
2: match, but at the moment we haven't we haven't found a the match. the end of we the quarter,
0: that's uh, March quarter, maybe you come in April. If you is your tech team building something now? Like yeah, I
2: can. Uh, I can get something? them to throw something over and come back and report on that. I be tell you what,
0: to- I'd love to hear that because uh, what's interesting if the IMF is correct and if this all this shit flows on here to Australia, it'd be interesting to see whether the winning ahead or behind the curve.
2: Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll find. Uh, I'll, I'll be able to find some correlation with something. I have no doubt, and if not, there'll be some interesting. There'll be something interesting in the data for sure. There always is.
0: Yeah, yeah, and uh, that's – that's because, uh, I mean, I think the winning index would be something – I mean, what indexes do we pay attention to these days? I mean, we will – you know, the Australian Bureau of Statistics come out on the 28th of January. I mean, they'll give us the, the CPI number, but, you know, it's it's so historical and always needs to be adjusted seasonally, et cetera. I don't know whether you can rely upon it. I actually w- – I mean, I look at that, but I would rather – and I listen to what the Reserve Bank says on the first Tuesday of February, which is their first meeting this year – but I'd actually be interested to know what the winning index or your your, your data indicates yeah. in terms of people's habits and behaviours.
3: But it's interesting, you listen to cabinet makers, we're restaurants. We talk to all the restaurant managers and are they I doing do business meetings same. in the city? It's the exact same. It's how many of those conversations are actually happening. But it must be what's happening, you know, is advertising going up on the radio shows or whatever the case. I mean, you must see some sort of influence as well um, on KISS. Oh, massively. Yeah. Yeah, and so much money as well. Oh, Advertising between <laughs> yeah, the yeah, three radio. Well, no, <laughs> but, it. yeah.
1: but it's interesting
0: because we get the uh, we get the uh, winning index, the George index, and the Monk index. We could combine <laughs> them then, and we could become an economic indicator. <laughs> and we should be saying to people: buy, sell, <laughs> yeah. renovate, upgrade. Fifty percent of
1: the time,
2: Employee. we look like geniuses. of you, right? Perfect. Yeah, yeah
0: well, yeah. The, mate, the, but there's plenty of people who make themselves out to be geniuses. And to be frank, with this sort of information, is probably um, more ground based and probably more accurate and more reliable and more helpful but than a lot of stuff opinion, here right
3: it's what you're experiencing in your market in your environment so i yeah. think be between the yeah. three
0: of you though you cover a fair bit you cover the housing industry yep you cover you cover the entertainment industry and bar industry and uh, you know where Retail, people spend their yep. discretionary money
3: <laughs> yes that's
0: the extra money you've got mm-hmm. after you pay your mortgage and you pay everything else yep. that's the discretionary money except for the you know the people who are desperate and you know spend all their money that way. Mm-hmm. And you represent the entertainment industry. So, you know, this is where corporates have money to spend and the corporates are the first to tighten the belt if they think their revenue is not right. The first thing they cut is their advertising spend. Yeah, It's the first thing they cut. They mm-hmm. say, okay, we've got to, we've got to, we, our growth is not going to be any good, our revenue is not going to be where we want it to be this year. What can we cut? Because we've got to report the same profit. I do it. Mm. It's the first thing I do. So we want to we, we want to carve up, carve into the advertising because usually it's the biggest component of what we spend our money on. I know... John Winnie's got a different view on advertising, like that's the sort of advertising I do. I mean
4: he uh, yeah. got <laughs> Was that Nick? The, the, the blimp. He's got flying around. Oh, yeah, have you got the blimp? It's
2: probably, yeah, the blimp. It's a it's probably the only form of advertising. I mean, we did a legendary service campaign, a TV campaign a while ago. Does
4: anyone yeah. fly that blimp, by the way? Yeah, yeah,
2: as a pilot. Uh, Are you serious? I thought it was remote. I thought it was remote too. No, it's 135 feet. It'd be pretty, pretty dangerous if you lost control of it. <laughs> <laughs> can can <laughs> I like say this?
4: Me, me and Jarvan had an argument. What's Should cheaper for you, flying the blimp around or putting on a TVC um, campaign? It's about equal for
2: how many ads. You, how many ads you do? But when we did TV, and we thought we got the right amount as kind of a minimum amount of eyeballs to to get some traction. Right. The, the cost was pretty similar. Uh, Is that your blip?
0: You, you guys? Uh, yeah.
2: You. Pretty, yeah, it is at the moment. we yeah, sort It's of pretty cool to own your own blimp. Full-time lease. It's, it's still a podcast yeah, of the
4: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, having How, How many, many people do fit podcasts, it? Uh, for...
0: in it? Four. Fucked if I go on it. No, no way. way. No it's way, man. Just it's not like so a storm or something. Yeah. You just get it. Mean, what the happens if it's you a, storm. have to do a weather, yeah. like a full-on yeah, weather forecast? Yeah, so we
2: go out there about 20, 25 nights. It's 13 full-time crews, so they follow it around. And if there's bad weather, they've got a temporary mast, So if it can't get back into the wind to get... Back onto its mast, it stays out in a field inflated. Then the, basically, the truck will drive downwind of it, set up a new mast in a new field, and it will have to land there. And then oh, there's kind God. of all these, you know, I guess farm owners and airports and stuff all around the country where we know we can go and set up and have it. We've got pre agreements. It's it's a logistical nightmare. Have you memory. been up it's, in it? Yeah, I've been up in it three times. I skydived out of it twice. So, really?
4: Yeah.
1: What? Is, that's not normal. <laughs> 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 that's <a bit> of- <laughs> That's a James Bondster.
2: Once in Melbourne and then twice in Sydney, but in Sydney I didn't land; I jumped out, so it was fun. Mm. The
0: blimp. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah Genevieve, <laughs> what, do, what, what do you what do you do? For, I mean, yeah. we, do you know what John does in terms of his businesses for sixteen or did, yeah. well, any new year, what do you do?
3: I'm not skydiving in January, that's for sure. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> Basically, we've looked back over the last uh, three years and what we've achieved. You know, look at the stats um, and our analytics as well, and then gone right. This is what we need to do the next 30, 60, 90 days. We try and keep things pretty short term, just because we react as you know more data is released and we can see kind of trends. Um, setting in place for the year Um, and that's kind of how we got to our new site with the skilled.com because basically we do a whole business everyone comes up with ideas and we'll give some a crack Um, we put five grand behind this and the first week it actually outperformed the whole of hospitality and retail on our existing business so we were like okay why are not we not looking at this and and Um, jim why
4: did it make sense to run a separate brand like why don't you just make it a one shift yeah, those two
3: brands are hard to yeah. manage. Oh, of course, and you know we started like that, and what we yeah. were finding is because OneShift originally started for small businesses, that yeah. was the whole thing, and then we had a lot of corporates coming to us. You know, you've yeah. got clients who are using it to sure. find four thousand positions a month. And you're kind of going, well, the functionality and the way people use it is totally different to an SME on the fly. So, we then sat down with people who we knew were using it, and we went, right, what do you want? You know, you're in the industry, you're a you know a restaurant manager, or mm. you're a, you know own a couple of bars. You know, what do you need to see to get quick, easy recruitment, mm. um, and take all the hassle out? Because technology allows you to do that these days. Yep. So, and running mm.
4: them separately does it make more sense? Mm. Like, so one shift knows what it is, yep. skilled knows what it is. We have to because you got two you can't different experiences. It, so.
3: No, because it's yeah. a corporate experience versus a small business and, you know, each want their own things and they want to do things in a different way. So it's making sure that everyone's getting what they want and it's, you know, the way that we advertise is all online. We do it I was through GMP. Yeah, yeah, that's where
0: it becomes a problem if you're running two brands and you're spending lots of money on yes. building two brands. Yes. Otherwise, two brands is a good idea yeah. because they're, they're specific. So how do you advertise?
3: So basically, we um, look and we have algorithms for our marketplaces that we'll go right when somebody searches for somebody as a business. If they can't find it in the marketplace, it automatically goes out and just searches for that person. So it's we know as well what the best converting sort of person is for that role, or that talent. So we'll go right, Becky twenty four in, we're in you know Potts Point or Kings Cross um, as a bartender who speaks French is the best converting person. How do we get that person? It goes AdWords banners, you know um, aggregators, all sorts of online sort of space. To advertise and find just those people, um, that then brings them back into the marketplace. So we're only paying for the people that we need to keep the marketplace. And in do you guys do
2: that all internally, or you build it stuff? Yourself? Let me tell you, I yeah. remember when we were when we were small, we used to start up and have ideas yeah. that we could do for five grand. I wish you'd, you, I need you to come talk to my team <laughs> and teach them, teach them that you can actually have a business <laughs> idea that it. you can try for five grand, oh, mate. Yeah. When hey, was hello. the last time you had a oh, business mate. idea for five, five grand? grand. <laughs> but I remember when we were small, we said that we got, we that only up? have like <laughs> you know the smell of an oily rat. <laughs> If we're going to try something, it's got to cost almost nothing.
3: Yeah, you give that's Mate, our, our off, <laughs> uh, We
0: hire a room off site, costs five grand just to have the off site meeting to talk about the idea.
1: I think oh my extensions are five grand. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so,
2: so,
0: you saw, i got to James Bond for sure. So, 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 so I'm, I'm going to start following you, man. You're, you're, you're good. You're good. You're good. And I, I can't believe I lived <laughs> across the road from this guy for so long. Were you at
4: that house at one, any point? Well, hey, we're, we're, No, no, no. I know you visited the place, but were you uh, living two, there? Two years ago. So, oh, you only moved out two yeah. years ago. Oh, that's yeah, That's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, right. So you, mate, my parents and Johnny Adjumis is there at the right right. moment, you know. Yeah, yeah, I know. I don't know if he's still
0: there, but he was there. Someone said that. I used to see you.
4: Actually, you had the black wagon, didn't you? The 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 Yeah. Were you
0: there when the robbery occurred, when they climbed you through the window?
4: Yeah,
2: I was there for two robberies. He's like, yeah, the, I remember I I was in the to... shower for one. They were in was my like One of them was me. Nothing. The other one sister, was your <laughs> sister. One of them
0: was, he, he was someone, uh, the, the robber walked past his sister or something like that? Because I remember the cops I coming to the street. Yeah, yeah. Cl- was Closing at, the streets often.
2: There was one at night. They, came, they were in our house for ages, going through everything and then getting car keys. They came. Yeah, so they're going to nick the car out front. They car keys off the side of my bed. They got car keys from uh, next to my auntie's bed. my parents. They were going into the cars. I think they were trying to steal my car Yeah, and they, they could have that time trying to nick my your car, car, Yeah, my <laughs> car keys. I don't know, like under the bed or something, I just dropped them. And so they couldn't find them and they were going to the other cars to They go outside, check the other cars to f- try and find the car keys. mean you think that's how far they were going to try and find the car keys, they'd been all over the house, could not find the keys in the house. And then they were trying to get into the other cars to try and find them. And then they had everything laid out when we finally, my auntie woke up and then they ran. We went there, and like, everything was perfectly organised around the house. As they'd gone through for care. they'd been there for hours. I wish they come to my house. You just said, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. The cops got them my... though. The cops, they caught them. Yeah, they ended up in there. They caught them up the, <laughs> up the road somewhere. Yeah, yeah. They got, you know, of course, they didn't get charged or anything, because they scary. hadn't technically stolen anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They didn't charge them. So they yeah, they actually caught them on the night, and because they searched them, they knew it was in. They said, "We know it's these guys that were in your house." But they had nothing on them, so they couldn't charge They couldn't, them. couldn't prove it. They're them. like, well, they didn't actually technically steal anything. And there was no it's photograph of them oh, going wow. into the house either, so, yeah, they, so had, they
0: couldn't prove they broken enter as well.
2: Yeah, it was unbelievable. It's crazy. I remember That's
0: that really I remember because there's cops everywhere in the, in the morning. I thought, what's going on here? The winnings have been robbed or something. And, yeah. Uh, and then the cops They had we
2: three robberies
0: there.
3: So. You oh, increase the security. Yeah. Get <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> a new slide. house,
0: maybe? No. They
2: did. They sold the house. Yeah, out of that house, so. So, yeah, so uh,
0: Sophie, you're, what do you plan for the
1: 16? I mean, how do you go about looking at 16? I mean, what do you do? Or You already planned it at 15. What? What's uh, the... I, I think I, I had to wait and see what was going to happen this year. Um, I, I'm happy with how it's going, like, in front of the camera. I think I'd like to focus more on producing this year and setting myself up because um, as much as I love being in front of the camera and performing, I don't necessarily love but everyone talking about your life and everything mm. I'd, I'd rather move into the creative i i enjoy um creating entertainment more than being it to be honest so is that, um, is that
0: like so it's a so you've gone from being the, the the subject matter of the camera of the camera now to judging the subject matter of the camera yeah. so is this like a transition then you go even beyond that and be behind producing. the cameras Yeah,
1: I'd like to find talent and, um, you what know.
4: What
1: shows you got? What, what shows you? What's cooking? Um, you know, like, I'd I <laughs> <laughs> like to do all different ones, like yeah. a, a Laguna Beach style show with, you know, maybe kids in mainland I don't know. I've got yeah, all different yeah. ideas. And we'll go and throw of, a few around? Yeah, MTV, I kind of show ideas, just yeah, cute yeah. ones. But, yeah, I'm going to work on those with a friend this year and cool. see what we can do and sit back and just kind of wait. Do you know about this Forda? No. Oh, I use like, He's a librarian. <laughs> really. I
2: shoot
1: him down all the time. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but, but, in the
4: back but
0: obviously you know, they're like, you're talking about doing it, starting up businesses,
1: there's your startups, and how do you fund these things? Do you have to go and find a backer to fund it? I think, um, well, I'd hope to. I think because we've kind of got a reputation. I don't know if you do, you know, maybe a sizzle and put it out on um online and see if someone's interested. That's kind of usually so what happens. Yeah. It well, it, um, Would you contact like a days, Fremantle
4: or a Shine or one of those well, guys could, and say, hey, I'll get this idea?
1: You, know? you used to have to, but now I'm just thinking if you post it online, it's like a live sizzle or a live pilot. Right. I used to have to go around and pitch and sell and um, it's a lot easier now and I think they'll see it if they want to. And if they're interested, that it might yourself, be easy right? You
4: could well. You could hire a camera. You know, oh, yeah. Like I reckon
1: I, I could do it for under five grand. Yeah. Yes. Under <laughs> five grand. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've
4: got, we've,
0: got, we've got Seb here from the streets of Sydney filming this whole thing. Oh, that's right. We've got a, we've got a yeah. camera crew here. He yeah, budget
3: just got reduced. My
0: camera. And Next camera. And it's a Canon. I should say it's a Canon camera.
3: Yeah.
1: Is that right? Thanks
2: to Canon for the camera. Thank you. We might just
0: say thank you to Canon. Exactly. Where's the dishwasher
2: from today? Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> so, but so you're you're planning to try and transition yourself from doing f- in front of the camera or being yeah. a judge in
1: these sorts of I mean, of not immediately. I'd say that's where I want to start heading. So, um, like, because it takes a few years. Why do you want to um, do that? Though? You've got a few years left. Here, yeah, cause that's, that's right. Well, because I, 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 I think I can do a few more years of being in front of the camera, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> until, well, until people are over it.
3: She's not like 100, <laughs> please. No, <laughs> no but. Um,
1: yeah so I think also I'd like to um, work on clothing as well, like a brand. Um, there's lots of different things, but um write this down, Nick, yep, yeah, Nick, um, and then a maybe a movie we, we might series. do, just yeah. a bit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So we're going to have some restaurants, bars. And- <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's and that's the running
4: tally of <laughs> <mid> Ford and Business. <laughs>
1: that's just this year. Yeah. <laughs> and then RSLs. I'll be performing yeah. at. <laughs> <laughs> Rudy Hill RSL.
0: Savvy yes. <laughs> so <ideas>. Monk. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, but I guess that's if you don't reinvent yourself again. That could be where we end up ultimately. I mean, I'm yeah. not saying you're in RSLs, but like, I don't like.
2: Revive the scene. I don't Everyone mean that. Everyone ends up yeah. in
0: ourselves, mate. We all <laughs> pulling the pokies, but, <laughs> Exactly. But, no, but, but you've got to be careful that you you do reinvent yourself. Otherwise, you become irrelevant.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. And I think a lot of people can get scared and go overboard and be everywhere when they feel that feeling happening, which is the opposite you should be doing. So. It- so you're saying you're just saying you've got to be purposeful about it, but. Um, don't, don't be everywhere, but don't be nowhere. So, yeah, yeah, that's
0: right. And you've got to build this fine line. You've just got to keep stepping forward and uh, making decisions. And that's sort of – is that the same Sophie Monk doing – Is Sophie Monk today making those sorts of calls, is that the
1: same Sophie Monk as you would have been five years ago? No. I would have done everything free, for starters. I'm like, oh, please don't pay me. <laughs> and um, yeah, Well, not that bad, but – Oh, I know you won't be doing it for free now. You've got Nick Fordham oh, representing yeah, no you. now right.
0: <laughs> the best asker in Sydney and probably in the country. He is the best. I know. It he does not miss him. <laughs> yeah. He even he even shocks me like, I'm serious, like, he is good. Oh, he's the best. <laughs> he, he just does good. it with like, you How
1: know. And he does it with a little, you know. <laughs> he, <laughs> he does it with a little smile on his face, eh like. It's something evil with a little smile. I'm like, oh, I love you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, but but that process of continually – because, you know, like we have businesses and we have people prompting us all the time. Genevieve and John, we have people prompting us all the time about what we've got to do, what we've got to change, you know. And we've got investors who are always pushing us around. In my case anyway, because I'm listed, we're getting investors pushing me all the time sort of telling me which way I've got to follow the momentum. But in your case, you've got to do it yourself. Yes. And that process of reinventing yourself, I reckon, is the bloody hardest thing in the world. You know, just sort of clicking over thinking of shit, am I gone too far here? Should I Yeah, should I give this a miss now? Also someone who
3: saw you before and then after where you end up with the reinvention. Oh, that's right. That benchmark kind of from it, the outside. Well, I
1: found even just coming home being a bit more mature with my comedy, at first they were like, You're crazy. It takes a bit for <laughs> people to get to know you as well yeah. if you are um, growing and changing. Mm. Um, but I think you just gotta sit back and be patient, like you said. And um, yeah, five years ago. I'd be too impulsive and trying to do everything, whereas it's just you've got to keep calm, I think, yeah. and realise it, it doesn't relax, happen. Over... You
4: always just relax behind the microphone, in front of the camera, et cetera. Like, yeah, I, I think... I listen to you on the radio and you sound, like, yeah. you sound like you're just having a... There's no camera on you. I uh,
1: know. <laughs> I think... Um, I, I got in it for a different reason. I didn't get in it to yeah. be good at business and money, and I kind of learnt just to do it because yeah. it was fun. It felt like a hobby, my job, yeah. until I realised no, it's not. People just take, you know, they make some money, and um, so I've, that's what the last couple of years I've just been trying to focus on and um, learn that bit. But yeah, yeah, it's. I mean, it's. I'm just really being a naughty kid at school. Really, yeah, half it's funny, the time. you know.
0: Julia Morris, who was also on the show, she she came back from LA and yep. she did a massive reinvention of herself. I mean, she was really? a real stand up, so, wow. bawdy, comedian, and. Uh, She's done very well out of it and she came, she, she told me she came back to Australia, she had to reinvent, like necessity. Yeah. She had kids, she had a husband and had to get kids through school and yeah, you know, right. had to get it all started and, um, and she came out through the show and she won the show similar to you. But she's done brilliantly for herself. Yeah. She's- it's a massive reinvention of herself. And you know, she even looks different. I mean, she's, yeah. she looks great, I and mean, she's done a great job. Dropped
4: a few kegs.
1: Yeah, but she just looks. <laughs> <but she's> so, <laughs> I think you meant she's glowing.
0: <laughs> she, she got a good smile. She looks lovely. You know, yeah. she's just happy. She's so happy. Yeah. She's so happy with herself, like with her life and what she's done. And uh, there's nothing better when you actually sit down and say, "Okay, I'm going to make a change, a big change," and then it becomes, you become successful at it, and actually drives you then to continue to do the same thing. And I see that, what, what you're doing, I can see a certain energy in you at the moment. Yeah. I mean, obviously you've had a good year in the last, well, a good 18 months. Do you worry, though, that when it comes to, say, AGT, Australia's Got Talent's Over, I mean, you've got the gig KISS, do you worry that, Oh shit! There may be nothing there for me in yeah. six months' time, nine months' time.
1: Yeah, I mean, our job can be like winning the lottery sometimes. You know, you might get a job that's awesome, and then you got nothing. That you know, you've got to keep, and you have got to keep it on brand. So, if you do something that's and sell out, so yeah. It's um because you can stuff it up pretty easy, can't oh, you? Oh yeah, yeah, it's the same definitely.
3: Startups. It's funny. It's it's yeah. that same v- staying in line with vision and values the whole way. It's making yeah. sure that you stay close to that brand and what you've set out to do. Otherwise, when you do knee-jerk and take you know any job. Yeah, for example, that's right. Being on Play School, which is totally not your brand. Oh no, I know. I know. <laughs> it, it would just <laughs> could be. Yeah, it stuffs it up. Stuffs yeah, that's the right. Yeah. but
1: that I mean, it is a roller coaster, and one thing I do realise is like you might be like think you're awesome in Australia, but it goes down. You know, what comes up must come down. So there's going to be a day that people won't think I'm this cool. They might think I'm cool today. Tomorrow they might hate me. Do you so, guys do analysis?
0: Do you like do you sort of get um, someone to go and do analysis of you? Ratings, like you um, know, where do so- what do people think of Sophie Monk?
1: Well, you kind of get that feedback, I think, from. But radio you to and and- get
0: somebody to do it formally for you, like give you a proper brand analysis? Like, um, no, we i have sort of not. I haven't. No, I haven't done do you, that. Nick, no. you?
2: They do do it, but they're completely inaccurate.
0: Yeah. I mean, I've had some done years ago. They did. Gee, did it when? Was um, They did have come I mean, some really weird stuff. Like, would you trust this guy? No. <laughs>
3: uh, and then
0: other people say, would you trust? Him? Yes. I mean, it's a pretty. It's, it's pretty inaccurate. But yeah. and it's focus groups. And of course, focus groups rely upon. It's more about the questions you ask the focus groups and who's in the focus group yeah. yeah. and what everyone else is saying in the focus group.
2: Who's paying the bill. Yeah, and who's they're paying they're the bill. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and, it's which, side, of... which side of it can you really sway? Well, you know, do if you GE do are doing it, you'll, you'll get the nose yeah. because they want to use that in their negotiation With me. for you and say, look, <laughs> well, actually we got this feedback. We're going to have to adjust that price a little. Whereas if you go and pay someone to do it, all of a sudden you have it's a awesome. glowing review. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's Funny, the
0: best thing. Do you guys yeah. do, do,
2: you do, do, you, do? you use focus groups? We've done some stuff. We do it a lot for our – our business brand, and there's been once or twice where we've had, uh, you know, quite a serious partnership that we we're entering into where we've done it on an individual. Right. And it's yeah, it's quite interesting actually. It is interesting. It's lucky for us we got gr- glowing reports. It's, it's easily manipulated great. though. It, well, yeah, for sure. It, it, it for depends sure. on who
0: does the, the analysis for you. And what about you, Genevieve?
3: Do yeah, you know? We constantly speak to our businesses every day and also candidates as well just to get feedback. on. So you do your own surveys? Yeah, because if you're constantly asking, then people feel more comfortable to give it back. And when we stuff up the site or there's a bug or something doesn't work properly, you wouldn't believe how quickly people come back saying, something's wrong, this doesn't work the same way, or why have you changed this, or we preferred it the other way, or you know, how about this? And Well,
0: Twitter's become my yeah. focus group. Oh. Yeah, it's if, great. If, like, we it's send the letter, out a letter... Um, well, Corey sent out a letter, and this is on the YBR business recently, um, adjusting an interest rate, and yep. um, they made a mistake. There was a spelling mistake in their letter. It was set out set out automatically on our letterhead. And uh, I got last night, I was looking through my Twitter feed, and uh, some woman put the bloody letter up, a photo, photo of the letter on on the Twitter feed. Mm-hmm. She had nine followers, so that was not too bad. <laughs> but but it was sent to me, and uh, I didn't know about it. Yep. Because I, I don't see these letters, and because um, you know, we sent out thousands, thousands of them, and uh, and interesting enough, like I, I get my own feedback out of Twitter yep. all the time. It's, it's sort of like in a bad focus group. It's within twenty four <laughs> hours. I mean, you get you, you get, get people it. who want to rip you a bit. Oh, of course. Um,
4: so, someone actually sent an email to to you. When it comes to one of the show ones, and it said it said you were giving away the the person you were going to fire in the in the promo. Um, the prior week in Celebrity Friends, he said, "Mr. Forrest, I can tell who you're going to fire. By the way, the, where you Boy, look. My, point my finger, yeah, looks yeah, for the following really. week, yeah, yeah, I saw <laughs> Sorry, that.
0: I, I saw that on Twitter too. Yeah, it was like <laughs>
4: what a weird thing to, do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, no.
1: He could have had a cramp in his finger and it was going like that. Well, yeah. like. well what, what I should tell
0: anyone who's listening listen to the show is that they actually pre-record all my finger pointing." Before we even start the show, so I actually they go do one over here, do 20, one over here, and they'll do like thirty finger points, and I say you're fired thirty times, and they yeah, just and put that all... in the promos whenever they feel like because it's can got nothing you, to do with the show. Can you
1: be honest? Do you, do you practice in the mirror that you're fired? <laughs>
0: you're fired. Yeah, a little
3: bit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> in the early days, not now, not now. Okay, well, I'm getting Nick. Give me the finger. So that means wrap it up. That means the wrap up finger. Um, <laughs> there has been a great, great fun. I mean, it's particularly this time of year to be able to get three big talents in the room. I, Four, Nick. Five, five actually, and six, all of us. No, but seriously, it's been a, it's been a great heaven. pleasure. It's been really interesting. It's been a lot of fun. I appreciate your time, and um, I think it's been a cool show. So, thanks very much, guys. Cheers. Thanks, thanks Thank
1: for you. having me. Looking forward. This is the week ahead.
4: All right, well, we're all done for today. Thanks, everyone, for coming in. Um, we'll have some, you know, hopefully some more interesting stuff for you next week. Um, I'm not sure if I can match the talent that's come in today, but I'll certainly try um, with Nico over there in the corner. So stay tuned and please listen in. Thanks. This has been the Mark Boris Podcast. You can follow Mark on Twitter at Boris. and find
3: out more at markboris.com.au.